Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome you to session number 6060 of the MLM Success podcast glad to have you i appreciate you taking the time i appreciate you listening and your feedback and response it means more than you guys would ever know today i'll just tell you i know a lot of people listen when you're working out and you're exercising and you've got other activities going on and i'm speaking of you right now certainly listen to this but i can promise you this is a session that you're going to want to take some notes it's a pleasure and an honor, really, to introduce to you guys a great friend of mine and a marketing legend, uh, Mr. Michael Penland. Michael Penland, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Great to be here with you. I appreciate you being here. Um, we've known each other for how long? Do you have any idea? I was trying to. I was trying to think back when we met. Do you remember? I don't know. It seems like it seems like a lot of years to me now, but I'm sure it's not. I mean, at least I don't know. It's been several several years. Several years now. I think the oh you you did a you did an event at Georgia Tech. Was it Georgia Tech? Really nice. I I, I spoke. You invited me to speak. That's the first time we met. But it was do you remember right. that? It was a real nice theater that I really don't remember the down. venue, but I do know you were there and you did a great job, man. <laughs> That's what I remember. I remember yeah. I could get along with you easily, so I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty easy. But yeah, I, I remember the venue. It was like, man, this is really nice. It was uh they had their place where people could plug into their laptops and big padded seats and it was it was like a you go down and there was a stage at the bottom but regardless uh, what I really I want to know your story and I know that there's a gentleman that had a huge impact on your life as he has many many other people and I believe that it started in a high school gym so let's just take the first you know, however long it takes here, it really doesn't matter. I just let people know who you are, your story, where you're from, et cetera. It's all okay, yours. Thanks. All right. Thanks, buddy. Hey, listen, guys, uh, really, let me just start at the beginning. It really began when I was like 10 years old. And what happened is I saw an ad on the back of a comic book. It was, I believe it was the Adventure Man comic book. And there was this full color ad on the back of that uh, comic book. And the headline said, Make Money, Win Prizes a fast-selling 50-cent Christmas packs. And so 
what you could do, you could sell one order of 24 Christmas packs, you could win a prize, you could earn some money. Now, at 10 years old, uh, that was like a dream come true for me. And so I sent off, and the American Specialty Company up there in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, sent me 24 Christmas packs. And I sold them in my neighborhood, going door to door, talking to people the first week. And I earned $4. Big bucks, guys. Big bucks. But then a few weeks later, I got to thinking, and I thought, man, you know, if I could get some other kids in the neighborhood to work for me and sell these cards, I could make a lot more money. I could multiply my efforts. So what I did is I paid them $2 for every 24 packs that they sold. So it was like a 50-50 split. And thinking back on that, sometimes I, I start thinking, well, you know, this was really the first time I ever got involved in networking or network marketing or multi-level marketing, you know, working with other people. And what 10? happens, I got you in my 10, blood. Michael? Huh? 10 Michael, years you were 10, 10 years 10 old. 10 years old. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, we, we, we'd mow yards, we'd find bottles, we'd sell bottles, oh, yeah. anything I could do to make some extra money. Uh, it was great. I, I want to ask you a question that, that I, sure. I've been thinking about here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was, I did the same the same thing. Okay, and and we know a lot of people that did the same thing. Here's my question. I think that I did it. See, I think some people did it because they just didn't have, they don't have anything. But I did it because I didn't want to have to ask my parents for money for baseball cards, or if I wanted to get a Mountain Dew out of the machine. What, well, I think, you think, you're, I think you're absolutely right. From? Is well, that where I, it comes I think from? It, yeah, I think it. I think it's something deep inside of us—the need we have to 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 achieve, to be what we know we should be. And, and honestly, you know, my family was ahead of its time. We were very dysfunctional before that was a word. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I had I had no choice. We used to kid people and say, "Hey, we were so poor we couldn't even go window shopping," you know. But it wasn't that we were starving or anything like that, so I don't want to be, you know, crazy about this. But, I, again, I think it's like you're saying. You, you didn't want to have to ask because, one, they might tell you no. And the second reason is really we have, I believe, this inward need to achieve, to to do, to become our own person. I, I think that's really what it stems from. You, you think everybody, that everybody has that? Everybody has that, I do. do you think? I think okay. absolutely they do. Yeah, it's just okay. will they will they let it surface? Will they, you know, will they breathe life into it? Because, you know, unless you take some action, nothing happens. As you know, my favorite slogan is action takers or the money makers. And I, I sincerely believe that until you really give life to that desire inside you for whatever it is, until you take those action steps, whatever it might be, whether it's selling those Christmas cards door to door or whatever it might be, you've got you've got to take that step before anything will happen. Too many people think all you've got to do is throw it out there to the universe and it's going to magically come back to you. Well, that's a lot of horse manure, for lack of a better word. But that's, right. that's my opinion. Okay, that's just I my agree. opinion. I'm just giving. No, I agree, one hundred percent. It's I think it's wisdom of the ages. But but let's get back. All right, I, I sorry to interrupt you. So you're no, you, you've no hired problem. some you've hired some uh, yeah, hire some neighborhood, neighborhood kids to and do a fifty fifty split. Yeah, and I've got okay. in the neighborhood selling. By the time it's over, I've made twenty dollars. I'm ten years old, and I think I've gone to hog heaven, man. I mean, it was great. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And what was even more important was 
at that point in my life, I had such low self-esteem. And a lot of that was because, you know, I was on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, for lack of a better expression, growing up in the backwoods of North Georgia in this little town and, you know, wearing hand-me-down clothes and not very stylish. Uh, and such low self, I mean, I had such low self-esteem that my own shadow honestly could scare me. I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that was the, that was where I was at in my life at that point at 10 years old. But seven years later, my life literally changed forever. And that's what you mentioned at the very beginning. And really what happened one day in the summer of 1969, I'm 17 years old and a friend and I spotted this advertisement in a, in a local newspaper. And the advertisement was for a, a free movie, a free film that they were going to show down at the a local high school auditorium. And so I went to the high school auditorium with my friend on that um, summer evening. Uh, I had an idea that they were going to show a Western or maybe an Army movie. You know, I thought, well, hey, it's a free film, free movie. Well, let's go watch it. And, and all I knew was, you know, the auditorium was going to be cool. It's going to be a free movie. And in the darkness of that auditorium, I could become whoever was up on that screen. Uh, you know, and that's what it was. But then I got there. And suddenly, I was shocked. It wasn't a Western. It wasn't an Army movie. There was some crazy guy going back and forth, running on that screen in a red suit, and he kept saying, I believe in you. You can do this. You can do this. I believe in you. And it, it was like he was talking uh, to me personally. And at that point, my life literally did change forever because I started to believe in myself. And what made it so amazing was this guy was a hair-lipped son of a South Carolina sharecropper. Mm -hmm. He had been born in a charity ward. He had borrowed $5,000, and by the time it was over, he had turned that into $100 million. But it wasn't even about the money for me. It was those four words, I believe in you. I believe in you. And that literally changed my life forever. And five years later, five years later, I became an action taker. And here's how that happened. I actually started writing down all those things that I'd been applying in my life. Because when I went down to that auditorium to watch that free film, at the end of it, they gave out a free vinyl album. Those are, you know, a lot of people listening. Mm -hmm. I don't know what an album is. <laughs> yeah. They gave out a record, okay? Right. And yeah. my friend, my friend got the free record. I didn't get one, so I had to borrow it from him. And I tape, used a tape recorder to tape off of that, and I would listen to it over and over and over. And honestly, to this day, I can do that presentation almost verbatim. Mm. I mean, it, I could. The guy up on that screen is a man by the name of Glenn W. Turner a man that I know you're familiar with. You've met him. I later had him speaking at my events. And, I mean, there was magic in what he said. He gave me hope. He gave me purpose. He helped that low self-esteem that I had vanish, disappear. I mean, it was truly life-changing for me. And, uh, I mean, he reached and touched a lot of people, not just some crazy guy like me from the backwoods of North Georgia, but, I mean, he touched millions of people's lives. He and did. As a result of that, I mean, uh, he he really changed the entire industry that we're a part of. Mm-hmm. He did. He's one the one and only. You know. Yeah. I, I, 
I, I you hear a lot of people talk about this person helped me, that person I got a lot from, and there's a lot of great people out there that have helped a lot of people. But over my life, I've never met more people that have been ever more people have told me Glenn Turner changed my life more than any other person I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy had over a million people, million distributors in his organization, had created over a thousand millionaires from among those people, tens of thousands of people experienced uh, a new level of achievement and success in their life, and not just financially, but just, you know, as far as personal growth is concerned, they learned to be happier. They learned to be more successful. And, you know, those are the things that change people's lives. Sometimes we focus a lot on the money, and the money's important, you know, but it's just a way to measure success sometimes. And unfortunately, a lot of people measure it uh, the wrong way. But, uh, you know, I was, I was privileged to be asked by Glenn years later to write the foreword to uh, his book, All Things Are Possible, and I did that. I made a copy of it. I'm looking at it, and as I look at it, I mean, I get emotional. This guy literally did change my life forever, just as he did for a lot of other people. But, you know, my story, it, it didn't stop with Glenn Turner. I mean, you can listen to all the people in the world, you know, whether it's Glenn Turner or Dale Calvert or Michael Penland or whoever it may be, until you take action, as you know, Dale, nothing's going to happen. And so five years later, I was 21 years old. I became an action taker. And what I did is I wrote a 114-page book called Believe and Be Great. Now, I can't imagine where I got that title, uh, but since Glenn had dared, dared to be great, I was going to have Believe and Be Great. Yeah. And so I wrote that 114-page book, and in that book, there's a lot about Michael Penland and things I use, the things I did, but there's a whole lot of Glenn Turner in there also. And I sold that book for $10 and sold uh, I, over 10,000 copies of that wow. uh, back in 74 and 75. I mean, the first time I went to my post office box and opened the door, I thought I got in the wrong one. I mean, man, it was packed with envelopes with cash and uh, checks in it. And I, I understood you, that, uh, yeah. I know. Were you doing direct mail, or were, were how were people? How were you marketing the book? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. I was doing. I was doing actually full page ads in business opportunity magazines. And you know, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to anyone before, but I didn't have the money to pay for the ad. But I found a guy that ran a business opportunity magazine up in Chicago, Barney Kingston, and. Barney let me have the ad without having to pay any money up front. Of course, I paid him later once the orders came in, but, you know, it it, it launched that. And after these people bought the book, I thought, I need to sell them something else. So I thought, let's see, Glenn Turner sells distributorships for $5,000. What can I sell? Well, I can sell a distributorship for $1,000. Not sure why I picked 1000 Yeah, I just picked that number, and I sold 84 of those distributorships in like 90 days. I thought it was great. Unfortunately, there were some attorney generals that didn't think it was so great, but that's another story. But anyway, it it worked out. You know, it worked out good for me. It worked out good for those people, and that book changed a lot of people's lives as well. I mean, we had that book in uh, prison systems. I think it was three of them: one in Illinois, and one in California, and I forget where the other one was. And it was being used there. I mean, it it was just, you know, it was like a dream come true, and it really all started. Because some guy in a red suit up on a screen said, I believe in you. And in the last 45 plus years as a marketer, 
You know, I've created systems that have generated millions of dollars, just as you have. But, you know, there's so much more to it than the money. I mean, there's so much more to it than just having, you know, the financial rewards of success. When you can help other people to get what they want, what they need. And, you know, Glenn told me one time, the first, I did a, a program, a personal development program that I do like once a year called I Dare to Grow Rich. And uh, the first time I did that, I had Glenn. I flew him out to California, to Hollywood, California. He was a speaker there, a guest speaker. And we're sitting at, ta- at dinner one night with all the attendees. I think there were like 20 attendees. And, and these people paid $5,700 a piece to come to this event. And I'm the only person in the whole world that offers a double-your-money-back guarantee. If you're not happy after you come to my personal development training, I'll give you double-your-money-back. Here's the reason why. It's because I know my stuff works. I know that uh, what I teach will transform people's lives, just like what Glenn Turner taught me transformed my life. But, you know, I'm not trying to do a commercial here. here. The point I'm making is this. You know, we're sitting at dinner there, and there's a guy there that's at the event, and he's so excited. He's so, you know, jacked up, turned on everything. He's talking constantly. He doesn't even eat his dinner. Afterwards, I said to uh, Glenn, I said, you know, all this guy did is talk constantly through the whole meal. And Glenn said, yeah, but for $5,000, you got to listen. And, you know, man, that's true. <laughs> People, for $5,000, you got to listen. Uh, but, you know, Glenn told me something a little later. He said, you know, they all come for the money, but they all leave with something worth far more than the money. And, th- and that's really true. When a person understands the importance of personal development. I mean, I know that you, like me, have have a library. You're constantly learning. I mean, school's never out for the pros. It's never out That's for That's right. I mean, it's just, it's a constant thing. I love to learn, and I love to take action. And, you know, I don't know, man, I, I get excited. I get carried away talking about this. But I do have an advantage over a lot of other people, I believe. And the advantage I have is that I was, uh, I've never been poor. Because I believe that poor is an attitude, and I've always had a rich attitude. Even when I had low self-esteem, I had a rich attitude. And the reason is because I'm, I'm really just not smart enough to figure out why something won't work. If somebody else is doing it, then I know that I can do it. And, you know, that's something Glenn taught me. He taught me to be intelligently ignorant. Be too dumb to figure out why something won't work. Just go do it. And that's what that's happens strong. when you take action. That's I mean, strong. it is. It is. People exactly. analyze to their paralyzed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, I mean, you know, if, there, if there's any takeaway from uh, the few minutes here that uh, I've been talking so far, here, here's what I'd like for people to take away. Be, first of all, be an action taker. Secondly, learn how to become intelligently ignorant. A third, believe you can do it and then go do it. And fourth, learn from other uh, people from other marketers copy what uh, they're doing you know make it your own uh, but copy what they're doing don't try to reinvent the wheel yeah. just just make it happen because really and don't give up you know here here's the big problem i see you know i told you long before we started recording that i can talk man but here here's the real problem no, I, I, I see most yeah. people give up too soon they quit when they're so close to achieving greatness, when they're so close to achieving financial success, when they're so close to having that happiness they've always looked for. 
And, you know, it's not ability, it's not education, but it's stickability. You know, you've got to be like a postage stamp. You've got to stick to it until you get where you're going. And, and that's what having this desire burning inside you will help you to do if you become an action taker, if you do that. And the best time to start, you know, I don't care what program it is, whether it's my personal development training or someone else's, you know, you need to have that training. The best time to start, it wasn't yesterday and it's not tomorrow, it's right now. I mean, people need to get serious. I always think of the past as being like a canceled check, the future kind of a promissory note, and today to me is a present. And it's a given to me to become everything that I can become and to help other people become everything that they can become. And anyone listening to this, I want you to listen to these four words I'm saying to you. I believe in you. Guys, I do. I've got more faith and confidence in you than you probably will ever have in yourself because I know that if this crazy kid from the backwoods of North Georgia can do these things, then you can too. It's it's really just that simple. I'm just, man, I'm enjoying every minute. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I can, I can, I can talk. It's just like I just, I don't want to monopolize. I just, I mean, I've got a lot of things I, I can share. I, know, I mean, I know. I, I mean, I, I know why I people want... have low self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. L- let me let me ask you this. Sure. So it was Glenn Turner that album you listen to it, you got it on audio you listen to it over and over and over and over it becomes part of you you develop new brain cell patterns new programming new beliefs in Michael and into and I, and I'm just I'm just want to get your opinion on this like I, I almost feel like people decide that they're going they want to become an entrepreneur maybe they've been in the corporate environment for 20 25 years and they decide they want to become an entrepreneur and they immediately start looking at tactics instead of mindsets yeah that's the Would worst you agree mistake with that? they'll ever make oh uh, yeah that that's the worst mistake they'll ever make is to start looking for how to do something, all the tactics, all the strategies. When their whole, I mean, their whole belief system is wrong when they're coming into this world of the entrepreneur. I mean, their belief system has influenced and molded their behavior so that they're going to react or act in a certain way. And, you know, that's not conducive to success as an entrepreneur. I mean, it can't be the corporate world mindset. What a person needs to step into a, a better belief system. They've got to create in themselves a belief system that changes how they view themselves, how they view other people, how they view the world uh, that they live in, because that's going to determine the decisions they make, and then that's going to determine the actions that they will uh, take. Uh, And that's why a lot of people never take action, because they can never make a decision. And the reason they can't make a decision is because they don't have the right uh, belief system. And, And it's really not their fault. I mean... Most no. kids are born into a world where they're told, you know, you can't do it, be safe, uh, get a steady job, work for IBM, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, you know, you tell a kid he's lazy, what does he learn to be? Lazy. You tell That's him right. he's a liar, what does he grow up doing? He lies. If you tell him he can do anything, that's what he learns to do. He learns to do anything. But just because someone is 
a business owner just because they've come from a, a corporate environment doesn't mean they have the right uh, belief system. It doesn't mean and Michael, that they. Just... No, go ahead. Sorry. It doesn't mean that they are an entrepreneur. They may have the desire. They may want to be, but they've got to make some changes in themselves before they ever will be. Right, and just because someone grew up in a terrible environment doesn't mean that they can't, because they we can all reprogram our minds for success. We can all change, you know. We can change, and and we we can all change the way we look at our upside potential in whatever we're doing. I mean, you've absolutely. seen it happen for so many people as well as I have. Well, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, at my, at my, at my uh, Dare to Grow Rich training, one of the things I ask people is, by a show of hands, how many of you want to fail? <laughs> Nobody raises their hand. But then if I ask them, how many of you want to increase your income and improve your life, every hand in the room goes up. My question is, if nobody wants to fail, how come there's so many failures in life? I believe it's because their belief system is wrong. But like you said, it doesn't have to stay that way. They can change. You know, nobody ever plans to fail. But the problem is most people fail to ever plan. They never really take the steps, what I call action steps, that's going to guarantee their success. And they fail because they really don't have any concept of what true success is or what succeeding means. I mean, I I think it was MIT did a study several years ago, and they found out that 85% of the time most people are unhappy. I mean, that's kind of shocking to me. That's because I can tell you, yeah. I mean, on, on my worst day, I'm happier than most people are on their best day. Mm-hmm. And it's all about attitude. It really is. And if you've got the wrong attitude about yourself, about other people, about the world that you live in, then that's going to be reflected in your habits and in your thought patterns. And as you know, our attitude is connected very closely with how we think about Ourself, about other people, and about opportunity and about the world in 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 general. I mean, 99% of all children are really born in a, a negative environment. You know, they're told no. They say, you know, get a steady job, play it safe. In school, what's the first thing they tell them? Stay in line, mm-hmm. be quiet, set up straight. Right. And then they tell them get in front of the room and talk to people. I mean, that has never made sense to me. I mean, I used to literally, my knees would literally knock together when I had to do that as a kid in school. And the result of that is children learn to conform for one reason. They want to be approved by their, you know, parents, by their teachers, by those figures in their life that are important to them. And it really doesn't stop once they get out of grade school or high school. I mean, you look at people that go to colleges to recruit people to go to work for a corporate America, what do they do? They go down there and they put those graduates in different little boxes and they motivate them by offering them these different little boxes, if you will, these different situations that make them feel good. And where do they learn to do that? Well, they learned to do that themselves when they were in school because that's what happens to children in school. So it's not the fault of people who want to be an entrepreneur that they have difficulty doing that. It's that they've got to learn a different belief system. They've got to develop a different attitude. Uh, most people, as I said, have no idea at all what success really is. To me, 
succeeding is what you want to accomplish, but success is enjoying your life, having happiness. And so, you know, if, if, if you're happy, if you're happy making, I don't know, twenty thousand a year, you're a success. If you're happy making a hundred thousand a year, you're a success. If you're happy, but you know, if you're a miserable person when you got no money, you're going to be a miserable person when you got lots of money. That's right. I mean, I've seen that money makes again. you more of what you already are. Exactly. I mean, really, happiness doesn't lie in just the possession of money. I mean, you know that. I know that. I'm sure that many of the people listening uh, to this know that. It really lies in the joy of achieving. It, you know, to me, the happiness comes from the game. And when I say game, I mean doing those things necessary to reach a, a different level of achievement or a different level of success. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, I, th- I think it's Franklin Roosevelt one time, he said, uh, happiness lies not in the possession of money, but it's in the achievement that a person creates, something like that. I don't know, yeah. I'm not sure I'm misquoting him. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thrill yeah. is in the journey. That's the thrill it, exactly. is in the journey. And, and, and until, you've journey. Taken that, until you've taken that journey one time, until you've taken that trip one time, at least, you don't understand that. When the first time you're taking the journey, it's like, you, you know, it's it's rough. But after you've done it a few times, it's like this is where the this is where the excitement and everything comes from. It's in the the thrill is in the journey. It really yeah, I've is. Often, yeah, I've compared it, Dale, to like a roller coaster ride. I mean, you know this; it, it's absolute truth. And sometimes we, unfortunately, and I'm guilty of this as well, we fail to tell people that, you know, being an entrepreneur is like a roller coaster ride. It's not all uphill. It's not. Everything. Sometimes there's some ups and downs. Sometimes there's some ups and downs. But once you learn to enjoy the ride, once you enjoy the journey your own, uh, then that's you know the thrill of that is what keeps you going. I re- I read something this morning that I I thought I I, I did want to share because it has to do sure. with happiness. It said a happy person is a beautiful person. There's no cosmetic for beauty like happiness. Uh, and isn't that true? That's all. Awesome. I mean, really. I mean, that's really it good really stuff. is. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, just, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go well, ahead. I just, I just, yeah, I just, I know uh, Henry David Thoreau said I wrote this down as just a note to okay. keep my mind straight. He said we create our own happiness, and I believe that because I believe happiness is truly an inside job. I don't think it has anything to do with what's going on outside you. It doesn't have anything to do with how much money you have or lack of money you have. It's not the size of your house. It's not the clothes you wear or the car you drive. But it's your attitude. It's what's going on inside your mind. And, you know, I, let me tell you, I, I tell my friends all the time when I'm with them, I say it's a great day to be alive. Because you go to the best hospital in the country, I wouldn't go there and exchange it for one day of my life. You know? That's right. You know, it's a great day to be alive, man. And, you know, you, That's right. you can choose to be happy. You can choose to be happy. That's right. I mean, like kind of like it's like that diamond. All it is until it becomes a diamond is just a big chunk of coal, isn't it? That's I mean, right. It doesn't look so great, but, you know, once you polish it a little, and it's the same with our attitude, once we begin to polish it and uh, change it, uh, then it becomes something that is truly a priceless. I mean, something that, uh, you know, something that you can't lose. You can always lose a house, a car, a bank account, 
but you don't have to lose your attitude. Once you create it, once you develop it, once you nurture it, it can stay with you forever. And what it helps you to do is to know you can always get more money, more cars, more houses, more clothes. That's right. I mean, you, you, see, I know Del Calvert, when he wakes up in the morning, he knows without a question he can go out there and make money. He can go out there and do what he wants to do because it's an attitude. We've been there. We've done it. We understand right. it. Our happiness doesn't depend on uh, really who we are or what we have. It depends really more on how we think. And I know that all the people listening to this, they can change their life by changing their attitude. And, you know, some people, and I, and I have these people in my life too, there are people who complain about everything. I mean, I had a friend once that complained there were thorns on the roses she got from her husband. <laughs> I'm just happy there's roses on thorns. I mean, you know, it's it's all about how you look at it. It's all about attitude. I, I know that you've read uh, some of the things that uh, W. Clement Stone has written in the past. Sure. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Here's, something, here's something I wrote down that I thought was great. He said, and I'm quoting him, he said, there is little difference in people, but that little difference makes a big difference. The little difference is attitude. The big difference is whether it is positive or negative. I mean, wow, wow. to me that's powerful. Yeah, it I mean, is. That truly, that truly is. It really is. So if somebody's listening, Michael, and they say, okay, I get it, I've heard it, I've, you know, because we have a lot of, people that are brand new entrepreneurs and we have people that are been doing it as long as we have that listen but that brand new entrepreneur and they keep hearing about attitude they keep hearing about you know success wisdom principles ideas what's the best way for them to start creating the right attitude yeah well let me give you let me give you a formula, a system they can use. It's three steps, three simple steps. And it, it's in that book I wrote, uh, man, decades ago now. Uh, but it's worked. It's served me well over the years. And what it will help them to do, it's going to help them to develop confidence in themselves. And once they do that, uh, then their attitude will change. It's real simple. Here's, here's, here's the formula. Number one is make a special promise to yourself. It doesn't have to be big. Just make a special promise to yourself. Number two, write that promise down that you've made to yourself. Number three, carry out that promise for 21 days. Hmm. And repeat that every day. 21 days. That'll form a habit. And the importance of that technique, it's not what you promise to yourself, but it's the fact that you write that promise down and then you keep it. Because when you make a promise to yourself and you write it down and you keep it, and what you're doing, you're demonstrating to yourself that you can rely on yourself to do whatever you say you're going to do. And that kind of knowledge internalized is the basis for self-confidence. And that, in turn, is the basis for creating a, a positive attitude, a right attitude. Uh, people know that when the chips are down, they're going to choose the easy way out because they don't really believe in themselves. But when they learn to believe in themselves, when they choose a path that offers uh, them what they want by having the right attitude, uh, then this, you know, this will work for them. This promise technique will bring people self-confidence. I mean, it works 21 days, and it will work for them. And it will not only enable them to keep promises to themselves, 
but it also helps them to keep promises to other people, and that helps their relationships. And their willpower is going to grow, and it's going to grow, and it's going to grow, and their confidence level is going to grow, and they're going to learn to use the, that experience as a stepping stone to a greater achievement. You know, when a man knows that he can rely upon himself, he's got himself. He's got the attitude right. And so, you know, make that promise. Uh, put a specific time on it. And if you put a time limit on it, then you're more likely to stick to it. And without a time limit, uh, what happens is that old self inside you is going to look for 100 excuses why you shouldn't achieve mm-hmm. that promise. So, you know, write it down and then carry it out for 21 days. And, and, and you know, just do it, guys. If you're listening, try it. It's not costing you a thing to try it. 21 days, and you'll see a change in your life that's almost a magical. I agree 100%. You know, especially for, for network marketers, I, I try to communicate. It's not the result. It's you get excited about your ability to consistently do what you need to do to move your business forward. That's what you get excited about. And that's where people really have trouble is getting consistent and here's what I want to ask, because this, this is something I would love your perspective on. I know this three-step promise system, absolutely people will tell a difference. Because after the first couple of days, uh, as you know, you know, the old self is going to raise its ugly head and start blabbing about why you can't, why you shouldn't have, and that type of thing. It's the same reason that all the health clubs are full January 1st, and by March, you have nobody in them. Same thing. But you said something about, you you know, willpower will will get stronger or, or increase. And I'm just curious, do you, I, I believe... And, and I'm, and this may not be. We might not be on the same page here, but I believe it. You get to a point where will the the willpower it changes. Where I don't have to motivate myself normally to do what needs to be done to move forward because it's so ingrained at this point. I just do. I don't have to fight it that much. I just do. Do you think people get to, most people get to that level where they're just, they just, you know, they can get to where they can just do and it's natural and normal? I, I I think they can, I think they definitely can get to that level. Do I think most people do get to that level? No. And the reason is because of what you said, is that three days later, two days later, the next day, uh, that inner voice starts talking to them, telling them all the reasons why they can't. And that's the voice they listen to instead of the voice they need to be listening to. And that's the voice telling them that you can do anything. I mean, here's the problem. Here's the problem is willpower. People who try to be happy... That's the real reason they're so unhappy. They're trying too hard. They're trying too hard, mm. the mechanics of it, the tactics, mm. you know. Mm. It's got to become natural. It's got to be like, like, I'm, like you. When I wake up in the morning, I don't have to force myself 
to take those action steps that I need to take, whatever it is, whether it's a business or life or uh, relationships, whatever it might be, it, it comes natural because I've internalized those things. Uh, and the that's, with willpower, that's the key point. That's the key point. If they can make it 21 days, yes, then they can probably make it 21 more. And eventually, they don't even have to try to make it. They just be. They just. They don't have to try. It just. They are. <laughs> well, that's agree? it. I mean, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and that's a hard concept to really explain. They are. I mean, that really is. I mean, uh, all of us. We're really three persons. The person that we think we are the person we really are, and the person we want to be. And the problem is, so often, is the person we are keeps us from becoming the person we want to be. And the reason is because we depend upon our own willpower. What we should be depending upon is our imagination. We need to start seeing ourselves already that person we want to become. I mean, you know, for lack of a better word, you just have to lie to yourself. You know, you've got to project what you expect. You've got to act as if you're already successful. I'm not talking about lying to people or misleading people. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that inner voice that keeps telling you you can't, you've got to keep telling you that it, telling yourself that you can. It's got to, I mean, every morning when you wake up, every morning when you wake up, you've got to wake up with that, well, it's like the illustration of the line in the gazelle. Every morning when the gazelle wakes up, he's got to be faster than the lion after him. And the lion's got to be faster than the slowest gazelle. And so you've got to Or they really, don't eat. Yeah, they don't eat. Exactly. They don't, and they don't live another day. No, thank yeah. you not. Not at all. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's really good. I heard you say I, that. I don't know if I even answered your question, but the, the, I, 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 get, I, see, I get so excited about this because I know there are people out there who – if they can just latch on to one thing that we share with them today, their life will change. And that's all that matters. You know, if you reach one person out of 100, Dale, with your uh, broadcast, with your uh, podcast, with all these trainings that you do, if you reach just one out of 100, you've done more than most people will ever do. And to be able to change a person's life, to be able to reach down, not just and touch who they are, but to be able to motivate and bring forth the person they can be. That's the greatest gift you can give to anyone. I, I agree, uh, 100%. That's what it's all about. I, I, you know, my mantra for years, as far as network marketing, is if you build people, people will build the business. Absolutely. I, I mean, I just, I just believe it a thousand percent. I have to ask you this real quick while I'm thinking about it. Uh, sure. Your friend that went to the gym with you. In 1969. I knew, I knew, I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> really? I did. Yeah. I knew it. In fact, I was what going happened? to do that, and I thought, he'll, well, he, he, he's a part of corporate America. Is you know, he? He's a part of corporate America. Yeah. Well, that's, and there's nothing. Yeah. Listen, and guys, don't misunderstand me. I'm not telling you that that's wrong. If it's right for you and you're happy, that's great. For me, and for those who are truly an entrepreneur, that is a prison that is a cage i mean look I, i'll be i'll be very frank I, I you know i know we're running out of time here but i'll be real i'll be very candid here there was a time uh, where finances needed a push and so i thought well maybe i should just go down there 
get into the corporate world, get a job. And I went down for an interview, and I was there five minutes, and I looked around, and I thought, I'll die. I will die here. <laughs> and I left, and I had to take the action steps I needed to take to survive, and I did, and I'm glad. The best thing ever happened to me. Yeah. Have, have you ever had a job? No. <laughs> I'm not employable, man. I, I am not employable. <laughs> no. I used to watch those carpet millionaires go by in their Cadillacs and the Lincolns thinking, I got to get out of this town. And I finally realized it wasn't the town. It wasn't those people. It was me. I had to change. Yeah, you're me. in the carpet capital of the world, Dalton, yeah. Georgia, right there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what's, what's going on with you today in your world? I mean, uh, business, your wife, tell about your wife. Cause your wife was a, yeah, your wife, you, you, yeah, my wife, I have, I have, the, I have the best sweetheart. wife. In, I have the best wife in the entire world. <laughs> the absolute best wife in the entire world. She will be listening to this. I'm sure. And so Sherry know that you, I love you. And I, I mean this sincerely. And here's I know the reason why. I mean, I, I, want to, I want to be very serious for a moment. There was a time in my life early on uh, when we were first married, which was, uh, I mean, years ago, I'll get this wrong, less than 40, more than 35 years ago. I think it's like 37 years now. But uh, there was a time when I had to make a decision. Am I going to do a mailing? Am I going to buy a postage and printing to do a mailing to do a promotion? Or are we going to pay the utility bills? Well, guys, let me tell you. It's very romantic sitting in a dark room without utilities. Uh, but those are hard choices to make, and not every wife can do that. And I'm not suggesting that they should do that, but I'm very thankful that mine was willing to do that because of the sacrifices she made. We were able to enjoy you know, a lifestyle that uh, most people will never enjoy. And that's not to say that... Uh, as far as business is concerned, that it's always been perfect. It hasn't. And it's not to say there haven't been challenges and obstacles. I, I read something last night, actually, on a, a webinar I did. I mentioned something about a 24-year-old or, yeah, well, a, a truck driver in 1954 down in Mississippi that got to go sing his song at the Grand Ole Opry, and they all thought he was worthless. He was no good. And they told him, you're just not good enough. Well, Elvis Presley, you know, he went on, became famous, still makes $55 million a year, and he's dead. Mm. That's the attitude that my wife saw in me is that no matter what it takes, we're going to do it. Because, in the, see, I, I don't believe I can fail. Uh, that's crazy. I, I know that's, um, it sounds egotistical, but I know that if I take. No, I, that's the way you the should need, Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's proven. I mean, it's proven. doesn't mean I haven't failed, but I'm not a failure. I mean, that's what people need to understand, that if, if they're not, you know, if they're not making the 100000 that the guy next door is making, that doesn't mean they're a failure. That's right. It just means, they have, it just means they're not making 100000 You know, if, if they haven't sponsored uh, 10 people in their organization yet, that doesn't mean they're a failure. It just means they get a head start on the guy after them. That's it. I mean, success is living your life working towards worthy goals. Yes. After you reach those goals, you're no longer a success unless you set new ones. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and, that, and you I know, that, that's failed. like a that's a whole training in itself, isn't it? Yeah, it I is. Mean, 
I mean, it, it is, but truth is truth. Wisdom's wisdom, and you either embrace it and make it part of who you are, or you just, you know, you just, you don't. And it's like, you can, why, you can, you should. Let's, you know, do it. I mean, it, it's I, a choice. Know, just, it is a choice, but Michael, you know, you're around a lot of entrepreneurs as I am that that started with nothing and have internalized this information and that's why they achieve and I, I guess it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is if you ignore the mindsets required for success all the techniques in the world are not going to take you there without the proper mindsets yeah because you're just going to become frustrated and that in turn then you Unfortunately, a lot of people then start blaming someone else instead of taking responsibility for their own success. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just like a suicide on an installment plan. I mean, you're never going to succeed if you do that. You've got to take your own responsibility. You've got to understand that uh, it, it's not about someone else. It's about you. It's about what's going on inside your head. I mean, success lies right between your ears. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a small space, um, but it, you know that's where it's at. If you don't get the mindset right, you'll never get the other right. And, you know, that's right. I, I like the way Glenn said it years ago. He said, "Until you get right on the inside, you're never going to get right on the outside. You're not going to do good in my business or your business or any other business." And that's true. I mean, you've got to get right on the inside, and it can't just be. It just can't be a. a, a a fabricated routine. I mean, it can't be something you just hear and know. It's got to be you. I mean, I don't have to yeah. think about. Well, I do this. It, it just it happens. It's 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 like it's like writing copy. You know, I, I love to write copy uh, for for ads for direct mail. <clears throat> My wife told me once. She said, "You know, you you sound like the, the copy you write, and it, it's because I I've written so much of it. I mean, it is. It's the same with." You know, people in network marketing—they've got to—they've got to internalize the mindset of success, and that mindset of success is they have to really believe in themselves. They've got to believe in the ability of their own person to do the things that they need to do, and then they've got to do those things. And that's the point where I see a lot of people stopping is they're afraid to take the action step because they might fail. And then their friends will laugh at them. Their neighbors will laugh at them. Well, you know, my answer to that is, so what? You know, (laughs) I mean, who cares? They're not paying your mortgage. They're not feeding your children. They're not doing any of those things. And 10 years from now, those same people will be telling someone else, you can't do it. It won't work. Because your neighbor's smarter than you are. I mean, you know, you could go next door right now, Dale, and ask your neighbor, do you think this is possible? On any given subject, and most of those people will find a reason to tell you, no, it's not possible. That's right. Because they've never done it themselves. And so you need to surround yourself with people like Dale Calvert, who can keep in your mind this hope, this dream that you can do it. Because... If he, if you can keep it in your mind, at some point it's going to become who you are. It's going to become what you are, and it's going to help you to do those things you need to do to be the person you want to be. Yeah, 
and you'll be able to help a lot of other people. Exactly. You know, get exactly. get through it. I, I want to share a story with you just because I think you will enjoy it, and probably the listeners just. And it has nothing to do with what we've talked about. And then I'll let you just. We'll wrap it up here. But I think this is hilarious. <laughs> I haven't told anybody. Um, <laughs> I use a uh, hundred dollar bill drop cards. You know, we use those. We use them for years. Right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I got I got a new car, I don't know, several months ago. And I, so I came home, and I had to empty all the stuff out of my car at the dealership. And I threw it all in the back back of this, the trunk of my new car. And, and so when I threw it, there was a bag of just $100 bill drop cards everywhere. <laughs> and so I'm pulled up in my driveway, and my neighbor... Really nice guy, always speaks and helps and, you know, just a really nice guy, but he doesn't have a clue what I do. And, you know, I mean, I'm sometimes I'm here, I'm gone all the time or I'm here all the time. It's one or the other. And he just, he doesn't have a clue. We've never talked about it. And so I'm sitting there and I got the trunk open and I'm getting ready. And he he walks up behind me and he's, you know, he's, oh, you got a new car and we're talking. And he looks in my trunk. And he sees all those hundred dollar bill cash, <laughs> and his eyes got as big as saucers. He's it's like it's like I could almost read his mind, telling saying, "I told my wife he was a drug dealer," <laughs> you know, or whatever. It was funny, but anyway, uh, what are you doing now? What's going on in your life now? And again, you you and Sherry have been married for. Between thirty-five and forty years, very happily. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Like, well, I'm. You, you know, to, the most important thing, um, as far as business is concerned, is really helping other people. Here, here, let me just let me just clarify what I'm saying here. Or trying to say, I basically worked all year in marketing, uh, whether it's in network marketing or in internet marketing, or whatever. Uh, so that I can take uh, a month off or two months off uh, to just spend real time with uh, with my wife, uh, travel to do the things that we want to do, and to do my uh, Dare to Grow Rich personal development uh, workshop, which is a three-day workshop. And one thing, as you know, is... Uh, you know, we're working the Aservia program. I love that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, so much. I mean, there's so much I can say about that. That, but you know, you know, uh, that's a hard question when you ask. What, it's like me trying to explain to my relatives what do I do. It's just like you said with your neighbor. <laughs> you know, I mean, how, how do you explain to people what you do? I mean, I know. you know, it's like someone asked me what time do you get up, what what do you do first, what do you do second. Well, it's not identical every day. But it, it's I, I love what I do. I, I love people. I care about people. I'm concerned about people. I've got faith and confidence in people, and that's something that's lacking in the world today. I think. And you know everything I do, I try to uh, try to base it around in some way enriching the lives of other people. So whether yeah. it's internet marketing, or whether it's network marketing, or whether it's my personal development training, 
it, it all centers around really trying to help other people to uh, to achieve more. I don't. That, I know that doesn't really answer your question. I, no, no. I, that's better than most because it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to explain. Um, you know, it's like now what does Dale do? Don's got five sisters. You know. Yeah. Now what does Dale do? <laughs> and I sure I'm sure you get that all the time. Yeah, I gave up but, long ago. I mean, I just I just I tell them uh, I make money on the internet and I lose money on the internet, and that seems to make them happy. They like the last part better than the first, however. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, Michael, this has been awesome, which I knew it would be. Uh, I just knew, I'm so glad I finally we were able to. I'd get you on here. People want to contact can I share just a five. You. Can I share a five line? Sure. Quick with everyone. Yeah. Because yeah, I think this will maybe this this will help. Yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. And I hope for those who have listened to this that they can see themselves living a happier, a life, a better life a life of achievement and success. Good stuff. That was awesome. Really good. Um, how can people get a hold of you? I know you're on Facebook, uh, probably all the social media, but if people want to find out about your Dare to Grow Rich seminar or anything else you got going on with the Servia uh, or any other program, anything else that you're doing, what's the best way to contact you and Dalton? Well, the very best way, I'll tell you a secret that I tell only my coaching clients. I'll give this to all your people, Dale, to get me. Because as you know, you can't always get me on the phone. And as you know, you can't always get me by email, but there's a secret way to do that. In the subject line of an email, put my name, Michael Penland, P-E-N-L-A-N-D, and your name. And what my email system does, it, it flags those and drops them into a folder so that I look at those immediately. And so you can do that at Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at instantcashmarketing.com. Michael at instantcashmarketing.com. And uh, just tell me, make me successful. <laughs> and and I will add you to... Uh, my non-spam list. I'll add you to my personal list. And just mention Dale's name. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, next time we're traveling between Kentucky and Georgia, we're going to have to stop and have lunch at that little Mexican restaurant. Yeah, that Mexican <laughs> restaurant is great, man. I've, I loved yeah. our meeting there and having lunch. Super. Yeah, we've done that good. several times. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you, Dale. I told you. I told you before we started, this was going to be one that you wanted to have your notebook ready. And I hope that you'll take the nuggets that we've shared with you and you'll put them into action. That's the key, guys. As Michael says, action takers are the money makers. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. So I hope you enjoyed this session. As I was speaking with Michael, I, I was just reminded how throughout my career, 
I've just seen it play out over and over and over. Self-made, self-made entrepreneurs develop a new way to control the internal conversation that they have with themselves on a daily basis. And they learn how to be on their own team and tell themselves what they want to hear, uh, where, they, where, they're, where they're going, and feed their mind the right thing on a daily basis. Many of you have heard my story, and you know that I've said it thousands of times. When I got involved in 1980 with the Shackley Corporation, if Sony had not come out with the Walkman and I had not had the opportunity to listen to audios, audio cassettes, eight to ten hours every day for my first three years, I have no doubt that I wouldn't have the pleasure of speaking to you today. Now, you don't have to, to listen to eight to ten hours a day of audio, but guys, don't waste the time. And that's what fired me up so much when I first discovered podcasting because I know who listens to these podcasts and I know the impact that it can have on your life. And that's our hope and prayer for you. Uh, drop Michael a note. Let him know you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, share it with anyone that you feel like could benefit from this information. And we'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.